Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And we're here with the men behind, not only the hashtag worst pay-per-view ever, but also on November 13th at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fight TV, the <clears throat> even worse er, pay-per-view ever. <clears throat> Talking yeah. Shopamania 2, Rise of the Torture, Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows, Rocky Romero. How you, how you guys doing? Oh, we're doing, baby. We're doing fucking great. Gallows is headed to the airport. He's going to Las Vegas just because he can. Um, Rocky and me are, are in, in our respective houses. We're... Uh, on a media blitz for this uh, for this p- pay per view that, that Gallows forced uh, uh, is us into <laughs> again again. Well, first off, it was Gallows fighting me and Rock, going, "We're doing part two. Hope you guys are ready." And, and I and we were going, "Hell no, hell no!" But little did I know, Rocky was side texting Gallows, going, "We gotta get Chad. We gotta talk Chad into this." Shit. Oh, whoa! <laughs> then Gallows truth. and Rocky start tag teaming me, and I'm going, "What is going on?" Like they start talking about these storylines, and I'm going, "Guys, I'm out." Uh-uh. Wait, what's up? We thought we were out of a political wrestling environment, but little do we know our own alternate universe. <laughs> <laughs> well, they always that, say politics yeah. starts at the local level, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Literally in his backyard at this point. Yeah. Right. The, Booker, the Bookers are always going to be the champion at this point, trust me. Chad, <laughs> Chad, too bad, stopped the fact that it was a 24-7 uh, title, and, and that was the first storyline, I guess, in part one. We forgot about that completely, and now it's just a main event title, and it's mine. Because I right, wrote so- the shit. Let well, here's, let, let's talk about that. Uh, this is, you're talking about, of course, ball for a ball, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. Are we going to see follow up a boner yard match? Yeah, by ta- by ripping somebody's nuts off. Are we going to see like human rip- nuts? Are, are we going to actually see nuts on this thing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> just take, just think about it for a second, right? Like you got Chad too bad, right? You got Sex Ferguson. It's coming to a head. The only way to win is to rip the other person's test- testicular t- testicle out, and yeah. it only yeah. has to be one ball. Only one ball has to come out. Right, right. One ball to win, guys. One ball. Yep. So, like, think of all the. If you get two, that's said. just a bonus, right? I mean, just imagine, imagine like cherry on top. It's a Chad mandate, too bad. Right? It's a quick spoiler. Chad too bad takes a rope and ties it around Sex Ferguson's nutsack. He gets into a semi truck and says, "I'm gonna rip your fucking nuts off." And he says, "You better not." And that's I start to put it in reverse. And well, it's exactly how it goes. Hilarity ensues. Man, I'm gonna make. 
I'm going to make a nutsack necklace out of you, pal, and I'm going to wear it around. <laughs> I really hope you're with an Uber driver at this point, and they're, they're listening to you talk. They only hear that. one side of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay, I did. I did want to ask this though, because I was thinking about this on the way back from. Uh, I take my dog to the vet this morning, and it occurred to me, uh, Chad, too bad. You wear spandex, and so you can clearly see everything going on down there. You see the oh, yeah. balls, you see the shaft, you see the bell end. Sex, he wears like the the, the American uh, Zubaz type Zubaz pants. pants. Yeah, right. Now, like there's an inherent advantage, right? Sex doesn't wear those for wrestling. He's got sex tights, babe. Oh, <laughs> what color are they? May I ask? We got we got the big pay per view tights blue. So. All right, so can, this, yeah. this is even Steven. Thongage going on down there. Okay, so everybody can see everybody's dick and balls. Okay, that's good to know. No gear Very important either. in a ball versus ball to every, so everybody can and, see your dick and balls. You know, and you got to remember Scott Steiner's there, Fair right? Fight. And, and the warlord and the barbarian, and we're trying to explain to them what we're going to do storyline wise and how they're going to try and have, they have to rip, rip our balls off, and that's the only, only way we can win. And they're looking at us with fucking four what? eyes, like, what the fuck is uh, wrong with you two? No wonder you guys got fired. were were any of these ideas pitched for the southpaw stuff like i know obvious dude i mean obviously like you know you you're you're gonna know better but how extreme did you ever try to get with southpaw as like yeah compared to this southpaw was just watered down sex ferguson chad too bad shit so we just did whatever on there and it was what it was and then when this happened when we had the opportunity and and i said let's have a parody pay-per-view like now we can spoof all the shit we've thought was funny for all these years from when we were kids to when we were wrestling for WWE to other companies on TV, like with all the great stuff and all the great content that's been put out there, there's been some shit. So, I mean, you know, just an example of it. We have a new faction debut. We have three new factions debuted at Talking Trouble Mania 2. One of them called Retra Poop Shin. Yes. Naturally. Good. I saw that in the trailer. That's good. <laughs> good. Oh, that's good. That's good. Solid. Solid. Um, <laughs> Well, you know, like with the with the Southpaw stuff, though, that we we shot season two and, and they cut out so much of our stuff, and then we mm. watched it back, and I didn't think it was fucking funny. And we went to the guy and said, "Don't even ask us to do that shit ever again." And that, mm-hmm. another yeah. thing that there, that could be another reason why slowly we started to lose favor because we started <laughs> we got sick of that bullshit. Like we, it wasn't mm-hmm. second one wasn't funny. Come on, it yeah. was terrible. But- Funny too because then they finally they came to us and they go, "Look, we want to do a third season. We want you guys." We said, "No." They go, "Well, what if we pay you guys and we do it on location at your wrestling school and you can do the creative?" And I was like, "Oh, well, now we're talking. Let's talk about a little money now." Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. So it started. It started. So it started to come to fruition. Something possibly could have happened, but then everything we everything like, went the way it went. About, all about us. <laughs> I heard. That, yeah, I heard they're still doing it though. Or I gotta see like it. That. Season three. I heard season three is happening. Hopefully they learn something though, and then I mean, of course they will. It'll it'll be good. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, speaking of creative, uh, in terms of, like the actual production of things in front of the camera, behind the camera, is it more or less like a, a, a democratic collaborative process between the three of you, or is there one of you that's just taking charge, the auteur, the the Alfred Hitchcock, if you will, <laughs> behind the camera? Well, I would say it's. It's very easily a collaborative effort. Like you know, the first one, Gallows wrote it all and presented it to us, and then we started. We then we started getting excited, and we started getting. We started switching things around and pitching our own ideas. Then it started to get. They were like, "Oh shit, this is pretty good." Then the second one was pretty much a Gallows again. Probably led the way with the creative, but Mm -hmm. then we would come in and we had our own ideas to really spice things up. And then Mm -hmm. you know, and, and then during the shoots as well, like 
we'll be watching something and go, fuck, that was funny. Do that. Please do that one more time. And then we just, and then that's the kind of fun stuff that we, that we get out of it, man. And then we want to tell a story, right? That's what's so, that's what this all comes down to is like part two as stupid as it sounds is like we, we continue a story and it ends with a story at the end. And, and if, if it gets enough, if we get enough buys, there's going to be a, there's going to be a part three. It's just, but we, you know, we just want to continue this and just, we just want to keep, we like to be creative. We like to tell stories and we like to have fun. And like, this is kind of our fucking drug, you know? The storyline for part three is so good. So I really hope that we do well. Because <laughs> I feel like, I feel like it, it just really, really takes a, takes another turn, you know? So I hope it all works out. Awesome. Um, were there some things that you want to do with the first one that you couldn't, um, but were able to put in the, in talking shop mania too. Um, and even at this point, with having done the second one, are there still things that you want to do that you haven't been able to do? Gall- Gallows, is, uh, Gallows might be able to hear us, which is just <laughs> nuts because he wants to be able to talk. Oh, I, I know he's like the creative brain, and he's out there yeah. on some, you know, well, we got well, some like, Uber you know, driver. Well, the thing was is like with part one, we we couldn't, I, I couldn't fathom what the fuck Gallows was talking about. Like, you want us to do, <laughs> you want us to do what? Like, dude, nobody's. Are you fucking out of your mind? And then he started presenting it to us, and he's like, "All right, man." And as we're shooting it, I'm going, "I'm laughing." I mean, I'm laughing, but. Is anybody else going to laugh? You know, then, then, then the pay-per-view drops and it's like, fuck, people were really, really laughing. And like, so I fuck, I don't rock. What do you, what do you, I mean, you I know mean, you? Uh, this whole thing wouldn't have happened if there wasn't a pandemic. And I think the situation and people looking for, uh, you know, some kind of alternative or, and just looking to laugh because it's just the same old stuff. Right. And you can't, especially wrestling at that time, being presented with no crowd was still really weird. Right now we're kind of getting used to it. Right. But, um, so we had, so Gallows' idea really to take everything and just, Hey, there's no crowd. So why don't we do the commentary? We'll do the track. We'll do the laughing part. And then, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll just create this thing from the, my backyard. It, it, it's on paper. It sounded insane. And in a normal world, I'm not sure if it really would have worked out the same way, but uh, the concept really did work out. And now we're, I feel like we're really onto something. So, um, I mean, as, as for something that we didn't in part one that we couldn't do in part two, I mean, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing in part one. So we couldn't really plan for part two. We had, we, we never thought there would probably that there was going to be a part two when we started part one. For us, no, straight, straight up, no pandemic, man. There ain't no fucking talking shop of mania because we were like, I, I mean, I, th- I still think we would be, we would still be in the WWE. I mean, call mm-hmm. me crazy, but like, mm-hmm. I just don't, I, I didn't feel like that was that we were, yeah, we were on the verge of being fired. So I you feel guys like, had flights booked for the rest of the year. I mean, we right? had flights booked all over the world to go all over the yeah. world. So it just, it just came out of nowhere, and then COVID comes up, and then all of a sudden there's this opportunity, which, man, is as crazy as it sounds, it's. For, for our life personally and professionally, maybe it was a blessing. Um, Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly 
which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So like... This is your guys's. I mean, obviously, you're like super passionate about it. It's 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 fascinating to us, me and Larson both, to hear about like the creative process. I mean, that's mm-hmm. I think what a lot of fans, and a lot of times they can go about it the wrong way. But a lot of the times, it's, it's like movie commentaries. Like people love to know what's going on behind the scenes. So it's fascinating to hear, for example, that Gallows uh, was the one who's writing it, who's coming to you, and then you guys start collaborating it from there. That's fascinating stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he but, ran down the entire card that first one, and I just and I'm going, one, yeah. what the fuck are you <laughs> talking about? You got to remember this is before it ever happened. So he's, I'm gonna set I'm gonna set the ring up in the backyard. This is gonna be this versus this guy. This guy versus this. This is gonna happen, and I'm going, bro. Like I, the way I'm trying to explain it is exactly how I answered him. Like what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm sorry for cutting you off. So I, I want to explain how fucking confused we were too when when he came at us with it, like. I just no, didn't get yeah, it, and then and then as awesome. it, you know, then as we started to flow, it was like fuck, maybe. And then we're we're talking over it in front of the, you know, on, on Zoom together, and we start we catch ourselves laughing, talking about, it, and it's like fuck, maybe this is gonna be funny, man. There were some seg- segments I couldn't understand, like the, the <laughs> like like the the what was it, the briefcase on a tree match? I didn't understand that segment until we actually were shooting it. Then I was like, oh, oh now I see the is. vision. Elvis <laughs> Wesley, all the Elvises, got you, got you. But remember, I said even on commentary, this is real true commentary. Right? I go, well, what do they win? And Gallows goes. Well, the briefcase. You go, what's in it? He goes, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that, that, that's that got to speak to, like, the trust. I mean, you guys go back a long ways, obviously, mm-hmm. and you guys have been through a lot of shit together. Uh, I mean, that speaks to the trust of collaboration. That's a, that's a, that's a super unique thing. Like, not a lot of people have that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's true. Like, to be able, and to be able to tell the story we did with part two, like, I, like I, I feel like the ending to part two is, like, if you never followed a podcast, you don't even know who the person was. Like, I, I told this story, like, when part one ended, this person crawls out of the grave with a hockey mask on. And if you're watching the show, it's like, well, that's Gallows with a hockey mask. And the Young Bucks message us and go, so we're fans watching and just go, so why the fuck did Gallows just come out of this grave with a hockey mask? And that's how it ended. But like they knew who that character was. And that character is the cock torturer. But, but no, so that's the kind of fun shit we have now. Now we have this, all, right. all of part two is telling this story about who and why the cock torturer came about what he means to this, you know, our alternate universe. And then the ending is in my mind, amazing. I think, I think one thing that you can't underestimate is how willing fans are to to be able to buy in. If you know, you guys are obviously uh, uh, pretty big names. I mean, at this point, especially after, especially after you're running WWE, uh, you know, everybody knows who you are. Everybody, I think all the real fans like really appreciate where you're coming from. We saw like what you were trying to do in WWE and sometimes it was really successful, but obviously you see, okay, everybody's why, why, why aren't they using these guys? I mean, you have, you've got you guys, you've got Finn, you got AJ and it's like, why are they not just putting these guys together with a really cool t-shirt and letting them run wild? Like you have the ingredients. And so I think people just understand. It's like, okay, we want to know now that you guys are out of WWE, like you guys are going to oh, and the Uber ride's done. Uh, you guys 
have something to offer now with a much bigger audience, they're going to buy in, even if they don't understand every joke, even if they're like, okay, we know these guys are really into it. They're going to buy into that. You know, because we, we showed up in WWE, right, with a with a pretty solid fan base that had followed us from the Bullet Club, from New mm -hmm. Japan. Like, obviously, it wasn't mainstream stuff like WWE helped us get there. But when we showed up, we had this following, and that was kind of like what our, uh, our our pitches were, our ideas were. We're like, man, we've we've got this built in following. Like, just give us a little, give us a little love. And they just never really, and they just never wanted to get behind it. And that's that's fine. That's their idea. It's their show. It's like we're not going to push people and talk a shop mania that we don't like. But so that's just the way it is. I get it. But now, you know, we got enough of a run and enough television time that you know we did gain some fans. We did gain some some extra a lot of extra people. And then we kept those same fans that followed us that even got more passionate about us thinking that they were holding us down and so like almost almost got more passionate about it like we just did a signing in new york and there was like 500 people outside of this little comic book store in a pandemic which is yeah. which shouldn't be happening but <laughs> possibly <laughs> possibly illegal yeah. as well <laughs> yeah, you might just, yeah, you little, might just little, little cash for the brother oh it was virtual my bad but the point is <laughs> well, super little super spreading there for uh super carl anderson <laughs> they feel us man and they, they follow us they know yeah. us they get us and like so and that's what we're thankful for we always say the good brother fans have always like I have just stuck with it and, and the talking shop fans that have seen us from when me and Rocky and Gallows first started it, man. That's mm -hmm. just it. We're, 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 we're proud to have fans that have stuck with us the whole time. Yeah. Speaking of sticking with us the whole time, we got doc Gallows back Doc here Gallows in the Uber back. ride hitting that airport. Uh, <laughs> and we can hear his voice. Can you guys, can you hear me? Yes. 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 Wow. We can hear you, doc Gallows. Yeah. I, I can hear you, doc Gallows. I'm yeah. glad you, Not anymore. I'm glad though. you couldn't hear me. Uh, well, this is fucked up. Uh, it's great. This is the most going in raw interview ever. This, this is awesome. Truly is. Truly okay, is. so I want to talk about the cock torture yes, for a please. second here, all right? Because clearly there's a strong Friday the 13th influence there with the hockey mask. But I'd like to know what other anti-dick characters influenced the cock torture, and uh, what are your summer, some of your favorite and or greatest dick and ball moments in pro wrestling? Let me let me really quickly give you the true backstory to the cock torturer. Okay, so we hated doing the fucking. There were days when the podcast we didn't like doing it in Japan, right? It just was you whatever. You've been traveling along. You guys know how it is. Podcasting sucks. Anyways, we get to it. <laughs> yeah. Me and Rocky are like, dude, we got to put out a podcast. We got to drop one. And then we we hit up the big man. Come on, dude. Come on down to room. Let's just say three forty. He goes. God damn it, fine, whatever. He's in a bad mood. He's a big guy, right? You just yeah. big, big guys get mad easy. He comes downstairs. He comes in the room. He sits down. He's fucking it. I mean, he is in a bad mood. I start running the thing hot. I go, what's up, man? You happy to be here? He goes, nope. I said, well, what are you going to do about it? He goes, I'm quitting this stupid fucking podcast. And I said, is that right? I said, well, what are you going to do then? He said, I'm going to start my own. I'm going to start my own podcast. I said, oh, yeah, what's it called? He said, well, it's going to be called Cock Torturers. And I said, what the fuck? fuck is that what what do you do he said i'm gonna have famous people on my stupid ass podcast and they're gonna fucking jack off and you're gonna listen to them and i went what <laughs> then we all started laughing and then all of a sudden it turned into this crazy voice that sounds like this guy <laughs> there we go gallus could you give us a real quick ct promo daddy <laughs> oh yes yeah, uber driver in there 
Even oh, there's better. an Uber. There's an Uber driver in here, and you know what he needs? He needs a clean beat-off station with lotions and creams and top-level pornography, so that when I leave the room and set up my audio equipment and hit record, all we will hear is him torturing his God. <laughs> his audio comes on perfect time. <laughs> yeah, that's all we really need, man. That's all yeah, we, we, really we need. That need. one soundbite. We're good. So then, the, exactly. that's it. And then the cock torture was born. And then, of course, our fans just are like, "Holy shit, the cock torture rules!" And and like the just, and that's how it is, man. That's where the rise of the cock torturer comes from, because you got You got to get that guy in there, because he's he. Gallows cuts great promos anyway, but Gallows as the well, you know, it's not even Gallows. The cock torturer cuts the <laughs> the greatest promos of all time. <laughs> the the best stuff is the stuff that just happens organically. You're mm-hmm. sitting around shooting the shit. We've sold, and I know you guys probably have too. I don't know how many t-shirts of just inside jokes mm-hmm. to our audience, you know, sorry to the friendos <laughs> out there, you know, like we were, we were talking one day and I think, I, I don't know if he knows or not, probably not. Cause oh, we dear. never give ourselves credit, but we were talking about, uh, we were talking about Baron Corbin and, uh, and we both actually, we like him quite a bit. Uh, yeah. but we noticed one day during a match, I think it was with Cena or something that his trash talk in the ring, we were picking it up and I was like, this is like really bad trash talk. And I just sort of, I did like a Baron Corbin impersonator. I said, I said, Hey, you know what? You, you're not me. And we were able to sell like 300 t-shirts of like, uh, I drew, I, cause I'm an illustrator. I drew a wolf. Cause that was his thing back in the day. It was like a wolf, but his eyes were like, I, I didn't intentionally, I just trying to draw a cool wolf. I'm not that good of an artist. Yeah. So he looked like a slow wolf. So, we, and, and then, up here it says you're not me. We sold like 300 of these things because everybody was, "Hey, Steve, do your Baron Corbin impression." Yeah. So Take that's the, the stuff bank, that like dude. works the best. Yeah, right. it, that's one. So you think about it. that. Fuck, we need some of that stuff. Like, we need to get a picture of Rocky on on, uh, on our T-shirt and then just have uh, Gleek coming out because when Rock starts laughing real hard, he starts gleeking on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> we should sell face masks too with that, like or like yeah. shields, face shields, shield. face shields, <laughs> anti-gleekers. Because yeah. when, oh, when Rocky man. became when 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 we announced to the world that Rocky was a gleeker, he 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 wasn't real happy about it, but now he's accepted it. I've accepted can, it. Now. You got to embrace on, it at can, this point. Yeah, can you gleek on command? Because no, I don't. No, don't can't. no, it's only when I get sleepy. Oh, I, that's the same. I knew someone at junior high that could do it on command, and I didn't know how. Yeah, everybody yeah. knew somebody in junior high that could click on command. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's always yeah. that weirdo. Yeah. Well, the first, like, the first, like, we, me and Rocky were just getting, getting to know each other. And it was, I think we were like in, in the Los Angeles dojo, just sitting there, just me and him just talking back and forth. We were just, just starting to get to know uh, each other, but, starting to like each other a little bit. All of a sudden he was like, Ugh. and this thing went, <laughs> <laughs> I jumped. I said, what the fuck was that? He said, yeah, no, I got, sorry. I was a gleek. I said, that wasn't a gleek, bro. You're like a llama. You just fucking hocked a loogie at me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's foreplay. <laughs> then I, yeah. Then I realized my brother was, was a gleeker. So. Yeah. <laughs> there, there it goes. Uh, so you guys mentioned uh, the cock torture. Let's get into some more uh, details. We saw this trailer. Uh, if I'm seeing this correctly, there is some sort of uh, projectile, a missile, if you will. Um, uh, so would you say you guys got a bit more ambitious creatively and what advanced technology uh, did you guys utilize <laughs> to uh, get a was projectile that, was that rocket? Taya that you shot a missile at yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so so 
Yeah. Well, yeah. I, uh, so basically, you know, the budget got bigger for Talk and Shop and Mania <laughs> 2 because we were so successful with Talk and Shop and Mania 1, <laughs> at least in our minds. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, <laughs> uh, the guy said, oh, you know, we, you know, obviously we want to do the, you know, the whole thing just bigger and better. So we thought, oh, why don't we do it in two different locations? So why don't we do Chico and Chavo? from Los Angeles and then we'll have the Atlanta crew and we'll do the rest of it from Atlanta. So uh, they were like, Rocky, go ahead here, you know, do your thing, make this thing happen with, with Chico versus Chavo. And I had a, a bunch of ideas. And uh, basically what I did was I made the matrix reloaded uh, yeah. with, <laughs> with the, with basically all the money from talking shop mania. Cause we're basically in the fucking red right now. And uh, <laughs> we're really hoping that people <laughs> will fucking buy this thing because uh, I spent a shitload of money, so um, we may never come back. To be honest, what, after what, this, when, so. when we watched it back, we were like, "Dude, this is amazing!" And they were like, "Well, hold up, dog, how much did that cost?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was because it would. I mean, there's fucking like there's gunshots and somebody gets shot, like somebody gets killed. I mean, there's like a something it's gets a ripped out of somebody's right. head. There's yeah. a missile shot. There's matrix ducking of bullets, and like it's it's pretty fucking cool. And it it, it switches up the monotony of just Gallows's house. So it's it, it's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like your rest, someone has to die. For the someone location. has to die. Yeah. Oh. Someone. Oh, yeah. So that's the whole at thing. Least, is it's a I lucha libre death match, but yeah. somebody actually has to die to win. That's, that's oh, that's you know, the stipulation. Oh. I mean, that, that's what the stipulation for the right. death match really should be given. Right. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. And that's the so, idea. Is talking yeah. shop media too? Was so it's so big now. It's got to take place in two locations. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like that okay. WrestleMania, you know, WrestleMania the, too. Yeah, the other yeah, yeah. too. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 I'll probably never have a WrestleMania moment, but this was my talking shop a mania moment, you know? Yeah. So uh, it's pretty so great. Has anybody, <laughs> we have a couple questions from our fan. If you guys have some more time, just a little yep. bit more time, got a couple of questions from the, uh, the friendos out there from Patrick Oliva. Has anybody refused to appear that you've asked on talking shop mania? Broski, Matt Cardona wanted nothing to do with part. Really? Just yeah. nothing. He just was disgusted, embarrassed yeah. with us, with what we were, with what we were trying to pitch to him. Because you got to remember what this is. Like, think about mm-hmm. it. Or think of us trying mm-hmm. to call and say we're doing a, we're doing a show in Gallows' backyard. Oh, fuck you, dude! Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, in what the do you middle want of a pandemic, oh, yeah. in the middle yeah, right. of COVID, like I ain't fucking going. And I think he thought it was stupid. Like so. And then he did, still didn't want to come back for part two because he's trying to get a job with AEW, stuff like that. And he was in, <laughs> yeah, he was fresh off the Fed for uh, what, yeah. 12 years, whatever yeah. he was there for. He was there forever, right? So he, he was, was like, this is what but, you want my first thing to do, like coming out of the Fed is this that he was thinking. For, you know? so, like, but I, I, I got a sneaky feeling he'll be there for three. <laughs> So, yeah, you got you got to work on that for sure, man. Yeah. People love people love that kind of shit. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah no, and he'll be great too because we when we talk about it on commentary how he didn't yeah. want to come. So yeah, we had yeah. a natural feud in the making too. So yeah, yeah. shame oh, shame works. works. Like yeah, we probably yeah. buried him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we buried him. So it worked. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got one from Adrian C. Are there any ideas you've come up with that are too crazy or ambitious? for uh, you guys to pull off or too expensive because you talked too about expensive your budget. Point, was there yes. anything you want to do is like oh that's gonna be too expensive not, uh, yet. not, not yet no not yet wow yeah. it's it's trying to convince people to uh what trying to explain what we're doing and how their participation will work is sometimes tough like he said earlier telling scott steiner about his appearance in a nutsack match and then mm. trying to uh have him decipher what the fuck we're talking about so we kind of just let him do whatever he wanted <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm assuming i mean there's probably a lot of improv going on i would imagine so yes, much a lot yeah. a so lot. much yeah. Yeah. yeah that's how we work we work the best on a base like you tell us what we need like let's let's figure out what we want to do me. and then yeah. let's fucking 
Now let's go. Totally. Let's go crazy. Right, right. And that's my favorite part of uh, Talking Shop Made One. I was saying this uh, recently was uh, just the the banter back and forth between Chad Too Bad and Sex Ferguson is all improv. And that shit is so fucking hilarious. It really it, is. It makes yeah. me laugh so much. So many great lines in there. Uh, I, I laugh my ass off every time. It's my favorite part of the first one by far. Uh, let's part, see part two, it gets even crazier. So. Sure I love, I love, yeah, improv, you could always tell. You can always tell when the, mm. when the guys are having fun doing it, and that, that makes Definitely. it better for everybody. Uh, Josh Martinez, I think, Rocky, you addressed this in an interview in the last couple of days, uh, but asks, uh, once it's safe to have people coughing all over each other, are there plans for a talking shop mania with fans in attendance, perhaps for part three, four, something like that? Fuck yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> Guaranteed. Absolutely. At your house, still in your backyard. Oh no, no! Fuck oh. no! <laughs> yeah, I will clog the shit out of that toilet if I go to your house. Can vouch for that. He will. I think we're gonna yeah. build talking shopamanias with if, if we can with like as many cinematic as we can, and then maybe take talking shopmania on the road with house shows or something. Like oh, that. Right. that would be right. cool. ambitious. Right. I like well, I, I, I think a live talking shop mixed in with some matches, and then we throw to the cinematic stuff that we've shot. It could be a really cool live event feel for people while it's being broadcast. It would be a really like interactive Definitely. kind of experience. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, I know uh, Talking Shop has gotten to the booze business. How's that all coming along? Uh, uh, how'd you get into it, and where could the friendos uh, who listen to our show this score themselves some of that sweet, sweet Talking Shop libations this is this is the question that larson really he doesn't give a shit about <laughs> anything else he really wants to know about the alcohol i like beer yeah right now the wine's the only thing that's live because okay. everything else is taking a lot of time with trying to get it's a lot of loopholes a lot of laws a lot of a lot of weird things but they're all almost ready but the wine is live what's mm -hmm. the what's the website tnsmania.com that's yeah, uh, tnsmania.com. All things talk and shop there. You can hop on there. There's the red and the white wine. Uh, one is, uh, I mean, they're just both available. Both. One's kind of ba the bottles based around the wives, and one's based around the uh, the guys. And yeah. uh, it, 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 they're both it's amazing. Good. Yeah, they're both really good. Yeah, the blood the blood is really good, and the white wine's good. Um, and the the whiskey is coming, and the beer is coming. It's just taking some time. The whiskey yeah, you can pick up from the distillery, days. right? Leatherwood you can drive distillery. to the distillery in, in right Pleasant now. New Tennessee at, at uh, the Leatherwood Distillery and pick up a bottle. But hey, we, we might have some friendos out there near there, so yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah, right True. outside Nashville. Yep, they got yeah. it. A really there cool distillery, too. Really cool place. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. That's great. That's well, awesome. I'm really looking forward to this, Larson. I know you Same. are, too. Definitely. Uh, Talking Shop Mania 2 Rise. I'm just going to say Rise of the Cock Torture. I know yeah. you probably – Fight Hell TV yeah. is probably <laughs> – they're probably yeah, like, you can't. Did you did you even ask them, hey, can we put cock in this? I kept trying. Well, we yeah, tried. They, did, they didn't want it. They didn't want it in the regular pay-per-view channels. Like, you can't put on an in-demand preview cock. Sadly, <laughs> I wish you could. Yeah. Could have been a rooster, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's only, not, it's only not like, the same effect. It's no. only like 15 bucks. Yeah, fourteen ninety nine, man. Yeah, less than fifteen bucks. So everybody, check it out. November thirteenth, yes. ten p.m. Eastern, seven p.m. Pacific. Guys, thanks so much for thanks stopping by. So we much. appreciate it. Oh, thank, thank you, you guys. Us. Thanks for having us. We appreciate thanks for it. having us, man. It's a lot of fun. Appreciate you. T tell them bye. Bye, guys. Bye, bye Uber, Uber driver. driver. <laughs> bye, Uber driver. It's a weird looking Uber driver. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it weird that that, that he's that the Uber driver's in talking shop mania too? <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.